Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 132nd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are discussing whether karma really exists. But before we dive deep into this subject and that yellow brick road, it's your favorite time of the day, guys. You know what it is. It's Tasha's monologue. So let's get started. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So for all of you who have downloaded this episode because you have downloaded the Podbean app and you're listening, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because not only does that mean that you have, uh, you're supporting the, the show, but you also can join the conversation. If you download the Podbean app, that's how you can add in comments. And so that way you can be heard. We want to hear from you. So make sure you do that. If you are not able to do that, please make sure you are at least subscribed to the show on any of the other platforms you're catching this on. So whether this is iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, any of the other platforms, you might be like, well, what are the other platforms, Natasha? Well, since I'm having a conversation with myself, uh, <laughs> you can totally go to WokenFree.com and go on the Listen tab. And that's where you can see where the show is on all the different platforms. So you might pick a different platform that you want to catch a show on and make sure you subscribe and follow there. Now, when it comes to sharing, guys, sharing is caring. So we really appreciate you listening, but we also really appreciate you getting the word out. There's no one better than a promoter than yourself. So get the show out to your friends, to your family, to literal strangers, guys. That's that's the commitment we're looking for here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When it comes to social media, if you do want to find us, you can easily chat with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Pinterest at Woken Free. And then of course, if you have like 90 seconds, yes, like 90 seconds, then what can you do with them? You can do a lot with 90 seconds. But for our purposes, we would love for you to review the show. Uh, why? Because that's how we get the word out more, as well as hear from you and hear how this is impacting your life, what you're getting from it, how you're enjoying it, what you want to hear more from, all of that good jazz. 90 seconds, you know what you got to do. Review the show on any of the platforms you're catching us on. So for instance, iTunes, five stars. Uh, <laughs> and similarly across the board on Stitcher or Google Play or iHeartRadio or Spotify or any other other platform. So I think that's it for the 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 monologue. What do you think? It was a pretty good job, I you, guess. You sound truly riveted right now. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing guys. We're gonna move on from that now. <laughs> cool. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. The last week, we shared, would you, uh, or actually... Last, just yeah, last share. It wasn't last it. week, because, yeah. All right. Edit that out. The last share was, would you rather eat ice cream every day for a year or go without ice cream for two years? This week, we're asking, which beverage would you rather warm up with, hot chocolate or hot tea? interesting question because those are both kind of two different types of treats but for me treats yeah those are treats. how's hot tea a treat 
Well, is, because if you're a cold, then that could be quite a treat. I mean, <laughs> I don't consider it. I mean, because also some tea, teas are like can be really sweet and like. I guess it can yeah. be. But for me, I would say it depends on the mood, right? So if we're in uh, dreadful New York, uh, just kidding, not. Uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> find out more uh if i'm in like a really cold place and i just literally just need to feel warm and safe with my hands then i love a good hot cup of chocolate and i like all the fixings so i'm talking about the the marshmallows the whipped cream if there's any type of uh sprinkles in there like the full diabetic version of hot chocolate <laughs> uh if i'm trying to actually save my life and extend it then i would like to go with a warm cup of mint tea but my general preference is to always go for a warm cup of mint tea because i can't deal with the like the internal shame of drinking hot chocolate with my fixings well yeah, the chocolate the hot chocolate's gonna be more sugary yeah that's yeah. what i would say on average mm-hmm. but that's why actually i would choose the hot chocolate because i see that as more of like the treat mm-hmm. the hot tea i don't i don't know why well, don't put don't too much stuff it in treat, it right? yeah yeah the hot chocolate, I think, is definitely, it's just like automatic because you can have tea that's healthy. You can have tea that has no added sugars or anything. Sure. But the hot chocolate, you just, you're starting off with sugar. It's not like you're having just straight up chocolate. Sure. You're having, you know, there's all that, there's, there's definitely sugar in it. There's added sugars that they put in those mixes. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the thing. I would take that because it's, it's like, you know, ta- it's a tasty way to warm up. <laughs> Tea is kind of just like something I could drink every day. It doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. Hot chocolate. I don't drink hot chocolate in summer. True. So. True, true, true. That's the one that I prefer. Nice, nice. I'm glad that we got this out. I think yeah. this really was necessary for the day. Yeah. It's, it's a good segue into the next question. Woohoo! And that is, what is karma? Not hot chocolate. That's what it isn't. <laughs> But uh, there's an interesting definition I came across on LiveScience.com. Again, guys, if you're new to the platform, all of the references that we make in our episodes are found on the website WokeAndFree.com. So make sure you go there and you click on them. And that way you can also follow along the conversation there. Karma, a Sanskrit word that roughly translates to action, is a core concept in some Eastern religions, including Hinduism and Buddhism. Though its specifics are different depending on the religion, karma generally denotes the cycle of cause and effect. Each action a person takes will affect him or her at some point in the future. This rule also applies to a person's thoughts and words and the actions other people take under that individual's instructions. Today, people use the word karma in ways that are not wholly consistent with its traditional meaning. For example, karma is often misused to denote luck, destiny, or fate. Karma is also misused as a way to explain sudden hardships. With karma, like causes produce like effects that is a good deed will lead to a future beneficial effect while a bad deed will lead to a future harmful effect karma is not is is concerned not only just with the relationship between action and consequence but also the moral reasons or intentions behind actions according to a 1988 article in the journal philosophy east and west so if someone commits a good deed for the wrong reasons making a charitable donation to impress a potential love interest for example the action could still be immoral and produce bad karma 
And of course, it goes on to say, importantly, karma is wrapped up with the concept of reincarnation or rebirth in which a person is born in a new human or non-human body after death. The effects of an action can therefore be visited upon a person in a future life and the good or bad fortune someone experiences may be the result of actions performed in past lives. What's more, a person's karmic sum will decide the form he or she takes in the next life. Fascinating stuff there. Yeah. What are your thoughts with that? Yeah, so it's interesting. I think, like, yeah, the information you were spreading is probably what most people think about karma. They mm-hmm. think about it as what goes around comes back around. Mm-hmm. But later on, I have an article that I was reading. And if you actually get down to the roots of it, like you're saying, the karma has been misinterpreted. Like, people yes. have stretched it to mean far more than what it actually originally was intended. Mm-hmm. And karma actually exists in the mind. That's what even... By the Hinduism, the Hindu standard, mm-hmm. they don't actually. It it's not something that's like actually the universe, which po- people probably think that's where the karma comes from, the universe. But yeah. the Hindus actually think of it as a buildup in your mind. So like you'll you'll take actions over the course of your life, yeah. and those actions will affect your everyday life. That's kind that of what sense. they they're getting into. It's not about oh I did an action and the universe is keeping track and the universe mm. is gonna like change how it treats me based on that. It's more of, you know, I did something, I did tons of good things that made me feel good. So now my interactions are mostly just good because that's all I'm used to. That's what my mind does. Yeah. That's kind of what really, when you get down to what karma is, it's not the universe getting you back. You know, it's not like that. It's interesting. I, I, going (laughs) through this information, I definitely kind of took a step back or took a beat and said, you know, I think I myself have misinterpreted karma growing up because yeah, I remember growing up thinking like, Oh, if you do bad, you're going to have karmic consequence, but it's really not about that. It's really a reiteration of the secret or the law of attraction. Yeah. It's you attracting the bad, right? Cause you're doing these bad actions and you getting more bad and not necessarily the universe saying, I gotcha. But yeah. it's more like you, in turn, created that future outcome yeah, you based on it. your present negativity. So I think it's just a, another form of how the law of attraction is so prevalent in our society, but people refuse to accept it or and or call it different names just because like people come yeah. from different wor- parts of the world and different cultures. So it's interesting. But what, the, what that does, though, that means that if somebody does something that is inherently bad to others, but in their like good... Technically, it's okay for them. Like, karma will not affect them yeah. in a negative way. It'll affect them in the way they think. So, they might think it's positive. Therefore, yeah. more positive things will happen in their mind will yeah. happen. So, see, it's, it's karma. It's actually a personal thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. personal psychological effect. Very it's not actually what most people think it is. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to our great country of america do you believe the average american believes in karma yeah i think most people do actually and i think they believe in that because just in general when when we do actions we mm-hmm. there's usually some sort of reaction there's something that happens so if you drop a glass it breaks in pieces so people might think of that as karma because it's actually an action with a reaction mm-hmm. and even if you don't see like the clear outcome of something that you've done we know that you know something something still can come of it so like if if you spill some oil on the floor you know maybe nothing happens then but somebody might slip on it or something Mm -hmm. you know it could cause some sort of thing so we kind of know that like 
actions do create reactions. So I, I think people do believe in that sort of effect. And it, that kind of makes it easy to believe in just because in our everyday lives, actions have reaction. And then I, I think people want to believe in karma, just like the, I think kind of the misinterpreted karma, because yeah. it's like, it makes you feel good knowing that, oh, that, that, that person did bad and they're going to, justice will be served, you know? So they think of it as a form of universal justice. Like you might escape our law, but karma is going to come back and get you. So mm-hmm. I think Americans kind of believe in that sort of karma, but they're kind of misinterpreting the, <laughs> what karma actually is. So it's, it's kind of interesting there. Yeah, I think it's an interesting question because based on like what type of atrocities we hear in the news, to me, my first initial gut to answer the question would be like, probably not or yes, but they're not too concerned of the consequence, right? Because like, how could anyone harm and assault a child? How could anyone rape someone? How could anyone kill someone if you were deeply concerned about karma, right? So a part of Uh, me says like, Sure, maybe, but they don't, they, it's not like prevalent on their, their, their consciousness because you would, you would change your behavior. I feel like we would live in a less violent, less, uh, less vindictive, less heinous environment (laughs) if people were deeply concerned with karma. Otherwise, it's like, well, then, I mean, are you just that gangster? Like, where you're like, I'm just going to go and rape this person and I don't care about the karmic consequence. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going what's going on through people's heads. But what yeah. was interesting on Statista.com, they did there was a, a survey that went out on last year, twenty nineteen, in in the kind of mid January, and the question was, how strongly do you believe in the concept of karma? They it was essentially an online survey for people eighteen and older. There was over uh, one thousand two hundred twenty respondents, and essentially the chart breakdown breaks down to the following about. very strongly believed in karma, Uh, 34% somewhat strongly believed it, 18% not very strongly, 10% not at all, and 6% don't know. So, you know, again, I I think that that probably is in line with what I would have thought, that it wasn't the overwhelming majority of like 70% of people strongly believe in it because i i just that, think that it's it would be incongruent with the type of world we live but in. almost 70 percent believe the believed in it in somewhat though. in some way they said there's some, some they believe there's some effect of it they didn't think that it didn't exist yeah very few yeah. people thought that it didn't exist at all out of that small survey yeah. so but either way even something. if we even if they do believe in it one i mean that could be a whole separate episode on like why are people not changing their behavior if if karma is real then like where are you at with your negative behaviors? Where are you at with how it's you not treat strong people? Enough. Like, it's, yeah, it's obviously there's no consequence, right? Like you said, there's no rules for it. There's no definitive path for understanding and applying it in your life. So maybe it yeah, kind of lives in the ether. Because even if you believe in it, what does that truly mean? It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I did, I did bad, but, and something's going to come around bad for me. You know, they're not going to give me, a, they're going to put less coffee in my tea in my cup you know something yeah, like that they don't think it's i'm gonna like go thing, yeah. yeah see what does it mean like what's the actual consequence that's the thing it's, i guess if there was like a cause karmic and that's not how it works of like enforcers meaning you know you got audited on your life on a yearly basis and then people are like okay well you cheated the government you did it yeah, this will now equate to a yeah, fine so. of this and then i think people would be like like if it was more like if karma was executed or karmic consequences were monitored 
monitored by some type of governmental agency, then maybe people like the IRS, maybe, right? Like, yeah. You'd be like, like, cause most people know, listen, pay your taxes, do the right thing. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to, you know, screw the pooch <laughs> kind of thing. And, and you're, and it's not going to be a good thing. Hey there. Do you have a book that you want to share with the Woken Free Nation? Are you a business owner looking to share your product or service with the podcasting world? Well, guess what? You can book an ad with us on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. We're super excited to speak with you about curating a unique ad that will get your message across the Woken Free platform. So go to the Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N. F-R-E-E.com because Woken Free is more than a podcast. It's a way of life and offers an innovative way to promote your platform in the exploding podcasting space. Does karma really exist? To answer the question of the episode. Okay. So on Thrive Global, again, another resource that you can find on WokenFree.com, it goes into sharing the following. Christian Christianity teaches that one reaps what one sows. Galatians 6, 7. In other words, your actions dictate the rewards or punishment that you receive. It might not happen right away, but you eventually receive what you deserve. In Greek mythology, there's a story about a character named Tantalus. He was originally favored by the gods and welcomed to Olympus. While there, he stole ambrosia from the gods to bring back to his people. Later, Tantalus invited the gods to his home for dinner. He murdered his son and offered parts of his son up as a meal. For these terrible acts, the gods gave Tantalus an eternal punishment. He was made to stand in a pool of water underneath a fruit tree with low branches. Whenever Tantalus reached up to eat, the branches moved the fruit out of his grasp. Whenever he reached down to drink, the water evaded his touch. That makes us want to believe so strongly in a world where actions have predictable consequences. So ultimately, the article goes on more to say kind of what are three key reasons why we want to kind of believe or think that uh, karma really exists? We want to be in control. Uh, we like to believe that we have influence over events in our lives. We want to know that our good deeds will be rewarded with good outcomes and that the universe will acknowledge our actions. Uh, another reason would be like we ascribe patterns to random information. So have you ever stared at the clouds and thought you saw one that looked like a face or an object? If so, you were experience, experiencing paradiolia, which involves perceiving wow. images or sounds That's in random data. <laughs> yeah, humans naturally try to ascribe meaning to things, That's whether true. the meaning strings, strings things together, unrelated pieces of information, or mistaking chance events as recognizable patterns. In doing so, our brains create mental shortcuts to navigate around our environment and make informed decisions. Likewise, the just world hypothesis comes into play when we try to make sense of why certain situations occur. Yeah. Then the third reason would be we want to feel at peace. If there's anything our brains hate, it's the feeling of incongruity. We feel discomfort when we witness bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people. In order to provide ourselves with a sense of well-being, we use coping strategy where we justify the results to our satisfaction. For instance, you might think she must have done something wrong to have that happen to her. She deserved what she got. (laughs) 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 Wow. Whether or not our conclusions are correct, our logical fallacy is good for our mental health. And so keep, we keep ourselves sane in an unpredictable, irrational 
professional world. Uh, personally, I would add that I do believe in karma. I believe, you know, I have lived a life with, you know, lots of challenges and obstacles like any other human being on this planet. However, I do believe that the blessings and the good things and my accomplishments I have, uh, I have earned and received and been blessed with, uh, are cosmically and karmically connected. I think that I do believe that good people have good things happen to them. And I think it's not because the universe is bowing down to them and saying, oh, you're, let's just bless you. But it's like you, law of attraction, like you're creating your future, you're creating the life you're designing, the life you want based on the actions you take on a daily basis. So yes, but the only issue that I have with karma is that kind of like what we, what I mentioned, I can't even remember if it was you or me, but that like, it's not always apparent, right? So like you can look at people currently who do bad things and it's like, sometimes you won't see that the consequence of that action till yeah. many, many years later. And so in the present, it seems very unfair because that you could see that person doing bad and getting away with it. And then it's like, Hey, where's I'm the justice? Where's yeah. the, yeah. Like, how are you prospering with your evilness? But so I think it's kind of frustrating because it's kind of like a patience game, which isn't always my strong suit, but uh, it, it happens, right? You, you get, you do get what's coming to you based on what you do, not, not the universe coming for you. Just, you just too dang bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karma is very interesting that way. Mm-hmm. And what I was talking about earlier was Oregon State actually has an article that they discuss how uh, Buddhists view karma. And they classify it as a psychological phenomenon that causes you to experience the world in a certain way. They had research that shows people will actually perceive ambiguous situations in a positive or negative light, depending on if the person was exposed to a positive or negative stimulus. So, for example, if we are exposed to rude treatment and then watch a customer at a large department store demand money back, we might see the person as rude as well. We just fill in the details based on personal experience. So it's, you know, like we could, we could have something happen to us. And just if that situation was negative, we're going to put that off onto new situations that we see. But if we had something positive happen, maybe we got a raise. We'd be like, Oh, that's nice. The store is giving money back to the man, you know, mm-hmm. this, that's a really good store. So, so yeah, you could take two situations and see it in different light just because of psychologically how you were treated. Uh, previously Mm -hmm. and that actually see i didn't know that's actually like what karma is about it's not about the universe like you said bowing down to your wishes it's Mm -hmm. about you attracting certain things based on prior actions and prior experiences yes and that's why i mean i would i i would say that karma psychologically does make sense i believe in the secret and I do think your thoughts can, you know, attract what happens to you. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's true because, but even science is showing that depending on how you experience things that affects your, your future experiences or future events that you see. So I, I do think karma is real. Cool. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, so what's, so what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Arnav is a mediator that wants both parties involved in a dispute about destroyed property to settle and avoid small claims court. In order to facilitate the deal, though, he must lie to both parties. If he goes through with the lie, then later forgets this day. Will karma come back around to bite him? 
Uh, maybe, but I'm more concerned about the authorities that were, <laughs> <laughs> that potentially, by being fraudulent in nature, <laughs> I'm more concerned about the legal consequence that he's now uh, willingly putting himself in. So, yes, but in a practical sense, I would say you don't want to lie to the government. You don't want to lie to authorities and other people because it can really, depending upon, you know, is this a state where people people have guns and walk around with them to Walmart. Like, you don't, you don't, we want to just be, just try to be a good person, people. Like, but, he, just but he's doing it to the benefit of both parties because otherwise they could go through a whole I mean, I grew up under that rigmarole. notion where people will justify lies for the better good of others and it, it doesn't, it doesn't shake out how people <laughs> think it shakes out. It really doesn't. It just really creates a situation where you're forcing people to have to move away from the madness wow. and not want to hear and deal with the the this, this, like continued lies and and fairy tales it's tiring and it it, it doesn't shake out so Yes, karma's going to get you he should say a prayer for himself and probably <laughs> not do what he's about to do no I would think that I don't, actually don't think that karma is going to get him because mm. It de- depending on who this guy is, he might be used to doing this thing, and he might not even see it as bad. He might see it as good because he actually got both parties to settle. So mm-hmm. I think in this case, it might, I don't think karma is going to affect him because he probably thinks what he's doing is right, and that's that's one of the problems with karma. Karma. I think you gotta actually know what action you're taking. Like, is it a bad one or a good one? And so you're suggesting what, karma is subjective as opposed to objective because lying yeah, is an objective wrong. Yeah, but. I know some people can try to justify it and some people would see the lie as a really good thing. And I think that's, that's the issue at play is that it depends on how you see the action. If you see that action as bad, then it's well, a problem. Well, the lying is bad, right? Yeah. And so there, there is consequence for that lie. Uh, maybe it's not direct. Maybe it's not necessarily mm. monumental in nature, but a lie is a wrong and you're committing yeah. a wrong. So, but if, if you, but it's kind of like you, so if we even if we tally the karma, let's say we tally the lie compared to what he avoided for the people, he might see that as like a much bigger good. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be stored in his karmic mind bank, basically, that he did good because he avoided the small claims court for these people. Gotcha. So in my mind, I don't think karma is going to actually hurt him in this scenario. Cool. We disagree. <laughs> Booyah. I don't know if we disagree, but... We, we both do. know about the karma yeah. effect. We both know there's a karma know, I'm not, effect. I'm not interpreting karma as, as subjective as you necessarily are. Oh, I wow. Okay. I'm interpreting it as an objective, just like, you know, scenario. So, yeah. It's, okay. It's so, you can yeah. you consider objective then. Mm-hmm. All right. Scenario two. Zen is not superstitious and doesn't believe in ancient old folklore. He always looks out for his best interests at his company and will often fire other employees so he can get his year-end bonus. Do you think Karma will right the wrongs of the misdeeds of Zen? Uh, wowzers. Okay, yeah. I think Zen also needs to say a prayer. Uh, <laughs> you know, these bad acts and these bad deeds. I mean, yes, un- ultimately he's doing something for the benefit of his life. And in life, you have to choose yourself and you have to try to get ahead, but you should never get ahead at the cost of anyone else because that is not only wrong, I think that that has karmic consequence. And regardless of how he's viewing it for his mind subjectively, objectively, people would look at that and say that that's poor business 
uh, acumen, that's poor business decision making, and it's putting other people's lives and livelihood at risk. So shame on you, Zen. And that's that's what you think? Si, senor. And your answer? And my answer is, I think karma is definitely going to affect him because he knows what he's doing is wrong. He's firing people just so he can get a bonus. Like he knows that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Like he could, he could not, he could, he could forego the bonus and keep the employees. He could do that, but he's not. So I know in his mind, even though he's not admitting the truth, he knows in the back of his head, like what he's doing is wrong. So this, this will count in the negative bin mm-hmm. in his karma bucket. So definitely we'll have probably some issues in the future. Okay. Related to these decisions that he made at his company. Scenario three. Anjali puts other people before herself in every single situation. When she is up for a promotion, she gives all the credit to her colleagues and insists they get it instead. Is all the good Anjali doing paying off? Will karma reward her? No. So that's an interesting post question because it's it's kind of trying to get at the point of is karma like in an existing force outside of the other forces of life and it it really isn't the karma isn't like a person it's not some type of deity that's looking at you it's just kind of the tallying up of good and bad happening in your mind and happening in life and i think in this situation she's just putting herself in harm's way for no apparent reason and so <laughs> it's quite disturbing. She also needs prayer and she also needs to really speak with medical professionals who can help her understand the value of supporting her own life and her own mind and her own career. And no, she's not going to be benefited or paid off for the deeds that she's going to do. She's just literally railroading her own success. So this <laughs> is classic self-sabotage. This is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. To be, well, that she's using the secret. She's given all, she's given everything away and making sure everybody else benefits. So yes. I mean, yeah, they're going to benefit. That's what you're, you're trying to have happen. You're not thinking about yourself at all. So why should anything happen to you? I mean, you're yeah. giving away things that are coming right to you. Like it's coming and, and knocking you in the head and you're just like, nope, I'm not taking it. Yeah. So there's no way that karma could help. I mean, it's like good things are happening and you're like shoving them off. It's like if somebody gives you a gift and you just pass it along, it's, there's nothing anybody could do about that. You're giving the gifts away. So exactly. that's up to her. So she needs to change her mindset if she actually wants good to show off in her life. Like, yeah. Think absolutely. about it. <laughs> and even in my own career, I've made a point to now big up myself more just to like get it across the point that like, hey, I did this and da, da, da. Because it is important that sometimes I think especially women, we're, we're kind of uh, socialized to not really uh, like play up your, your, your strengths and play up what you did. But at the end of the day, men are not afraid to do that. And, and for us to have a voice, you have to open your mouth. You have to speak, right? You can't be like, why can't anyone hear me? Open your mouth and speak and maybe your voice can be heard. And so in this case, you know, I think if she lived her life that way, eventually all those good deeds would turn into kind of resentment and anger for her. Cause she's going to be like for 20 years, I've been hyping up everyone and I get, you know, the, the short stick in the scenario. And it's like, because you pick the short stick love <laughs> each and every time you have to choose you each and every time guys, it's, it's not selfish. It's just self-preservation. It's, Got to put that on a t-shirt, actually. That one's a good one. Possibly. Yes, indeed. But 
Guys, it's so sad because we're at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 132nd episode of Woke and Free. Really? That was the karmic version. That was that was the karmic version. Uh, this was quite the episode discussing whether karma really exists. Do you think it really exists? The only way for us to know is for you to download the Podbean app and share your thoughts in the comments with us. Now, will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we'll be discussing... Would your partner choose you on the Netflix show, Love is Blind? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. So that is W-O-K-E-N. F-R-E-E.com. If you want to hit us up on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Pinterest at Woken Free. If you want to sponsor an upcoming episode, if you want to promote your business and have a curated, unforgettable, one-of-a-kind Woken Free ad, you know what you have to do. Hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesday. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Do it for your karma. Oh, boy.